Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland, Monday morning football. On this crisp Monday morning, as we get set for Christmas, um, I come with Michaela Fagan and Connor Mangan, uh, the crew is back together after a few weeks. As the league is, is, is dying down, I, I don't want to start in the diner, but like we're getting to the week 15, week 16, it's starting to, starting to go down. I reckon what, we'll, what we will do, folks, is we'll uh, probably do a recap after some of the playoff games and have a bit of crack as well. We'll, we'll keep the Monday Morning Express going. Um, but it's going to be hard to extend to my family to do a Monday morning football on Christmas Eve night. So more on that later on. Um, before we get Connor and Michaela, it's, it's good to see you again. Um, if anyone was following you on social media, you've been in the States for two or three weeks. Um, was there any, obviously, obviously, hope you had a good time, but was there any perceptions in terms of what you thought of the league over a three-week span? Because there was so much, like, up and down, up and down, change and change. It was a fun few weeks, but at the same time, enjoyed my time with Connor. But it's good to have you back as well. How you on? Yeah, no, the States was um, great. I was just telling Michael the story of how I had booked a, like a place to eat, like a sports bar um, for the 49ers and Eagles game. And when I got up to go and check in for my reservation, they were like, Oh, there's like smoke in the kitchen. Like we're not letting anybody in. And I was just like, there's people literally in the restaurant behind you. And she's like, oh yeah, they're already here and they just won't leave. And they were like, I think they were watching the 49ers and Eagles game. Um, and obviously it was kind of a blowout to, to the 49ers. It wasn't the game. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, I, it, I, I walked by a screen a few hours later and saw that the Eagles were getting tumped. So I was like, ah, you know what? That was a blessing in disguise because I wouldn't have wanted to watch that game. Uh, but yeah, it's been... um. I think that was kind of, I, I know the Eagles kind of have dropped off a little bit, but, you know, that's always bound to happen um, to every team. Um, you know, I thought the Broncos were doing really well. And they've kind of dropped off a little bit as well. So it'll be interesting to see how these last few weeks play out because I know as of last week, only two teams have been eliminated from the playoffs completely. Like, I know there's definitely some teams that won't get there. Um, but, yeah, it's an exciting last few weeks. I don't want it to end, but alas, it's nearly time for the Super Bowl. I and we'll probably have probably have two or three more after this weekend. Whenever the mathematics evens out, we're we're recording this after the early window, so have having a bit of crack, uh, so we can get in the leba and watch the Ravens Jaguars game properly. Myself and Jeff will go over that Bills Cowboys game tomorrow live at I don't know four o'clock. I don't know. I'll I'll have people on social media. Connor Mangan, uh, your name on the stream is there's no one in Carolina. There's more people on this podcast than there was in that stadium, yeah? You stole the words right from my mouth. There is officially more people on this podcast than there is in the Carolina Stadium. Absolutely pumping rain. What a, what a bizarre game. Like a wet, shitty Tuesday night in Sligo for a Junior B game is what it felt like out there. Well, now, hold on. As a Tyrone man, doesn't live too far from Fermanagh. There's nothing wrong with Sligo. Sligo's grand. Like, you know what I mean? No, 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 I'm just saying it's a bit wet, like. Do you know what I mean? Um, just like I was out there today, everyone struggled. Uh, Drake London is on my fancy team. I was having a panic attack because I thought he was out. He wasn't out. Literally, they just weren't throwing the ball because it was so wet and no one could get there. But that's something you never see in the NFL. And actually, I was looking up some numbers on um, the golf. You know, John Ram uh, just got signed to Live Golf for any other sports fans. Yeah, 600 million, very close to Shohei Otani, almost the... The, getting into the top wow. uh, highest paid player ever but they're talking about the sunday during the masters in golf 
uh, they got up to 12 million, uh, I think 12 million viewers on the Sunday, right? And you, you would think like a guy getting paid 600 million in this league would be more. And like apparently the lowest amount of people watching a 1 p.m. game in the NFL, a 1 p.m. game, so not the most popular game at all, is 14 million. Um, and it was just kind of like, so just to my point that the NFL is incredibly popular. Everybody watches it. Everybody watches it. Except no one goes there. No one goes to Carolina. There was tickets for $4. I was scrolling through Twitter. I uh, haven't looked at it. There was tickets for $4, 20 minutes before kickoff. You could go in and watch an NFL game. It was that's absolutely fascinating to me. You never see anything like that. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Michael, in recent time when a stadium has been that empty. Even during COVID, there's more people during COVID. It's not like a COVID game. Going on the $4 thing, there's a few different things there. The $4 thing, it was 45 cents during the week. There's people selling tickets for 45 cents during the week for that game. Why, Why even bother? Like and then secondly, um, you mentioned the golf. I realized last night that that waste management Phoenix Open is on the Saturday of the Super Bowl, so that could be a whole different discussion. Uh, an hour's flight from Vegas. Shut up, Michael. I hear people saying, so I'll move on. Michaela, I we 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 haven't been talking in terms of the general league, so I'd love to hear your thoughts and obviously Connor's thoughts as well. I sat up on Monday night. And watch the Giants game. And when I say I watched the Giants game, I fell asleep in the first quarter. But to wake up and then see on like Wednesday that Tommy DeVito was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week with 178 yards. Um, that was today. Sorry, that's my bad. I think he had like one touchdown and 100 and something or like 220 yards max and a 30 or 40 rushing yards. He was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week for the Giants. And it feels like we're now officially at the wake of this whole DeVito thing. Maybe I'm being bad, but they get well beaten against the Saints. They get nothing going whatsoever. But that being said, I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. I've enjoyed the Italian like menace for a few weeks. The, his agent looks like Mario as a businessman. His I agent looks like he's out of a Pixar film. It's absolutely amazing. He won't come on this podcast, but he goes on Pat McAfee, and that's a whole different conversation. You're welcome on any time, Sean. Michaela is just then, huh? The guy's a marketing genius. He was on CNN. So, I'm hoping he comes on the podcast. I've I've sent him I've sent him a message. Um, Michaela, it's bridged the gap for me a little bit. But did you catch much of that Saints game this evening? I mean, they were just not at the races at all, to be honest. With you. No, I, yeah, I had a I, last time I checked. I think the the Giants had only scored like six points or something. But like this always happens with quarterbacks who come in for. Um, injured players. Um, it happened when Mike White came in, I think, for Zach Wilson at the Jets. And I think he had one or two good games and people started singing his praises and were like, oh, you know, like he's actually, he could actually be something. Then he gets two good games and then he just actually shows why he's a backup quarterback and or third stringer um, in, in the league. Um, I did think the Giants would win against the Saints because I don't really... Um, rate the Saints at all and um, I think Derek Carr was even getting booed by Saints fans last week Um, so like I, I don't think they're an organization to be kind of watching I just thought the Giants would beat them just because you know the Giants have been on a run the last few weeks but you know it was bound to kind of come back and they you know their quarterback was going to be brought down back to earth because he's not going to be a star in the league glad that he had his 
little, you know, good few games and he's, you know, everyone loved the him and his Italianness and his agent but like like I said it was like my he's gonna have one or two good games and then he's gonna kind of disappear so probably that's just happened this week I thought like Connor the I I I picked this against to win the game because it was at home if the game is in New York I probably would have picked New York as we go with the whole Italian thing now I agree with what Michaela is saying but I would say Connor that there was whispers there was whispers in Tuesday about but DeVito making a push for this team next year. I love the story. I love his family, but it's why wouldn't why wouldn't he though? Why wouldn't he? Like Brock Purdy was in, you know, arguably worst position and made a big push and is now starting. Um on top of that, you got the whole New York thing going on. You know, he lives in he lives in his uh, parents' house. Like his mom does his laundry and uh, I think makes him breakfast and stuff like that. That's that's genius. Like and he has chores to do and all these heads. Like, like it's it's such, it's such a good marketing story, but yeah, you know he got he got injured. He had to go into the blue tent, and he went from the blue tent to back to the dressing room. So I don't know if he got a bit flustered with that. I think that was in the second quarter. Um, if someone could correct me on that, I'm not sure. But yeah, it looked like he kind of went down, and then I was kind of a little bit worried because he lose all that kind of buzz from him. So maybe that just delayed his kind of uh, his game playing stuff as well. But the Saints also looked very very good the best i've seen him in a long time Derek card an unbelievable game 23 for 28 218 yards three touchdowns that's just very very efficient alvin kamara as well i thought he'd be kind of having a little bit of a quiet season um i know he was kind of in and out with injuries as well but he had uh rushed for 66 yards received for 44 yards perfect 100 yard game um they looked very tidy um and they kind of used Taysom hill quite a bit um it was uh yeah, I was I was kind of I, I was very impressed with with the Saints. Of course, uh, my buddy John Carney is actually pitch side there as well, so I was getting some updates down there from him. Um, but yeah, they looked like a very a very tight. Nice Stanton was on Connor. You got it. You got it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. He looked he, he looked he looked very well. I mean, is is Tommy DeVito out? No, not until the Netflix movie comes out about what he's done. And there will week. be a Netflix movie. He's going to play himself, or Ari Gold. Ari Gold is going to come in and and play. Uh, what's the agent? I can't remember the agent's name again. But God, is he a good character? Um, I love the Giants. Still love the Giants, even when they're losing. I love the Giants. But what is it actually? Just real quick, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about New York and quarterbacks. What is going on? They must have the worst look ever with New York and quarterbacks. And you know, Wednesday is the deadline for Mr. Aaron Rodgers to be added to the 53-man roster or not. He's, He's not coming back. Wednesday. You, you've just put the biggest flex on the next topic in this podcast. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. And you, I like, don't know. I don't know. He looked like he was chewing his gum pretty frantically. There was a look in his eye like, baby, it's it's me or it's no one, you know? Well, that's not Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson's gone injured. So they went back to uh, Seaman again or... Um, Seaman in again, and then Seaman. Uh, there is it. What's the name again? The quarterback, I Trevor Simeon. Tre- no, Trevor Simeon is a Super Bowl Simeon. champion. Sorry, albeit he was a third choice quarterback uh, and wasn't active for the game. But that, that's a whole different conversation. Um, let let me just say very quickly on this whole Devito thing. I'm very proud of where I'm from, and I know a lot of Irish people are proud of the influence that we have had on the country of America. So I get the whole Italian thing. And I get the roots and I get the pride. I think it's awesome. And I wish Tommy DeVito the best luck. So I have no doubt that there'll be a big budget Netflix movie coming out. So, yeah, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a cool Netflix story. But I just kind of want to look at like how 
how the Jets and the Giants are kind of lining up. Like, no one's talking about Danny Dimes anymore. I don't know what's going to happen. They're paying him, like, through the roof to do absolutely nothing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers goes down. They flick through four quarterbacks with the Jets. You know, the they were down to the third string, Tyro Taylor with the Giants today. So it's just, you know, there's, there's a problem. They're, they, they're haunted with quarterbacks and New York City and that stadium, you know? I don't know. Yeah, what's are, you just, are you forgetting that the Giants had, like, Eli Manning for, like... I know, but since... It's, this is what I'm like, since then... Eli was, like... Since then, you Michaela. can say what you want about Eli, but Eli has two Super Bowls. No, I, I think I think Eli is great, but let's just say this season, like they're just both teams being cursed. Would you not oh, agree? 100%. They both have brutal quarterbacks right now, except for you know, if Aaron Rodgers came back. I would say, like, I think you're both making. I'm, I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the viciousness of us. I, well, first off, both teams are playing in New Jersey. That could be a curse for a start. The Jets have done nothing since Joe Namath, quarterback-wise. Yeah, Eli was there. I mean, if it's some good, really, really good quarterbacks before that, the Giants have always been up there. They've won Super Bowls. But in Eli's last five years, I mean, do, do I say it? I, I don't want to get in trouble, so we'll just say no, I won't say no more. Shout out to Big Blue UK and Ireland that had a meet-up in, in Dublin on Saturday night, or on Sunday night, sorry. Let's let's say in the Jets, because I, I don't want to forget about this, Michaela, um, Connor mentioned the Jets. The Jets go to Miami um, to try and get revenge on their um, Black Friday defeat. And it was a shot. Like, that was one of the worst games I've ever watched. I was in Manchester for that. They lose 30 to zip. I think that's only half the story. I mean, the Connors mentioned there that there was a head injury for Zach Wilson in the second half of the game. He originally was reported as not being hydrated, but it turned into a situation where it was just a head injury. There was no concussion. But the thing is, I, I wrote an article on this during the week. Zach Wilson was superb against the Texans at home. Superb last week. I watched the game back the whole game once and watched the game in 40 after again to make notes on it. Some of the pinpoint passes were sensational. But the reason the Jets lost today was not because of Zach Wilson. It was because of the offensive line, as far as I'm concerned. And to jump on what Connor says, Michaela, feel free to jump in first here. And then Connor slate me for saying this. There's no way in hell Aaron Rodgers comes back. Like from watching his reaction on the sideline today, he is not coming back to next week. And if he does, he's a moron because that offensive line is not going to protect him. And it could seriously hurt him over the last few weeks. Are you telling me in week 18, when the Patriots, are, who are already done from the playoffs, are playing in Bill Belichick's potentially last game as the head coach of the Patriots before he goes to LA? <clears throat> That they're not going to be fired up for that. I wouldn't go near that. I, if I'm Rogers, I sit out. He looked pissed off. But um, yeah, what's your thoughts, Michael? I think um, Rogers. I just think Rogers. I always say he's a drama queen. He loves a bit of attention. You know, if he comes back, it'll just be to prove that he had one of the quickest recoveries from an Achilles injury, and he did it in all these unusual anti-vax ways you know he's like he hates modern medicine by <laughs> the sounds of it um so i think if he comes back it would be kind of just to prove to everybody that you know he did something amazing you know what, what whatever way he did it he came back from an achilles injury and that's usually season ending but i think michael's right i think he's looking at that game that offensive line and it's kind of like why would i come back and risk an injury like you're not really playing 
for anything, like they're probably unlikely to make the playoffs if they make it, they'll go out, you know, they'll be knocked out straight away. Um, but you know, I think he's not going to risk that. You know, if he rests up, he'll be a hundred percent ready for next season. There'll be no chance of re-injury. And um, if anything, you see they'd have to reactivate him. But if the, even if they reactivate him, I'd say he'd only played the last game of the season, whatever it is, just to I don't know, say he played this season for the Jets. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think he's an idiot if he comes back and plays this season. I think if he doesn't come back, Connor, there's two different elements to this discussion. First one is Rogers. Second one's Wilson. I'm not convinced that Robert Stahl is there next year, and I'm not convinced of Aaron Rodgers is there next year at the moment. Just based on every little factor. The fact, the way that Rogers looked on the sideline today, more so if the ownership decide to clean house with certain positions, not Rogers, but clean house in different positions, then if I'm Aaron Rodgers at my age, why do I stick around? Why do I just, I just, I'd like to just walk. But secondly, as well, like last week against the Texans, and let, let's remember the Texans who have actually lost against the Titans today. We'll, we'll, we'll try and get time to talk about it. But see, um, CJ Stroud was concussed today. So um, that's a fantastic result. And when I say they've just won today, they have a two second, two seconds to go with 54 yard field goal. So it, like they may not have won. We're recording this right now. Uh, I'll let you know to score that in a second. But Zach Wilson, Connor was 27 to 36 300 yards two touchdowns last week and the texans have won by the way but zach wilson last week was so good and i just feel for him because he's not being given a proper chance connor in new york he consistently is brought in brought out has good games doesn't have good games but a lot of the games where they're not good is because he's not given the chance to actually be open in the pocket and i think that's really frustrating for him especially when he knows that Aaron Rodgers is going to replace him, and he will be traded somewhere next season. You know, that's 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 what really frustrates me. I don't know if I saw starting quarterback, uh, best passer of all time, go down after four plays in the first game, and I was kind of thinking, I'm probably not even going to get to throw a pass this entire season. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to pull up my bootstraps here, and I'm going to play out of my skin. And he didn't. You're telling me he's played these all these amazing games. Like I, I'm kind of a fan of him. By the way, I think he, I think he definitely hasn't game. played amazing games. There's been there's been games where he's shown massively, and there's been games where he's been bad. But okay, anyone listening on your podcast app, I want you to just reverse thirty seconds, forty five seconds when Michael said he keeps coming in, having amazing games, and then not giving opportunities to come out. That's what you just said, Michael. But anyway, to my point, he I think he kind of had a bit at the beginning. He looked alright. He didn't look okay. He looked okay. He had a couple of good games. But I think what is important is last week he played amazing after being kind of given given the boot, you know, downstairs a little bit and thought he was like out. He came back in and all these media kind of speculation rumors that uh, they asked him to come back into play. And he was like, oh, no, I'm fine. Thanks. Don't worry about it. Just trade me. And he came back in. He played great. I think it's very unlucky for him. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers was pissed off watching a 31-year-old scores 20 a touchdown um of the game in Mostert, which is absolutely amazing um we got to talk to him after the game in frankfurt uh raheem Mostert came out to the um thing he's he looked like their best player in the fourth quarter in that game as well he's doing absolutely amazing things i want to make it all about him but i have to mention it that a 31 year old has 20 uh touchdowns in a season with three games to play um one more and he breaks the record which is amazing um, will Aaron Rodgers come back? Michaela, I think I agree with you. Might be a stupid decision. He does have a massive ego, though. 
And how good would it be if he did come back and they won the three games and they got to the wild card and they qualified? It would probably be the most Aaron Rodgers thing out there. So I wouldn't rule it out, but yeah, I would I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't bet it. I do a gentleman's bet, a little handshake maybe that he come back, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be betting my money on uh, Aaron coming back. And I don't think it's gonna be traded either. I think he's kind of put his money where his mouth is in terms of New York and he's he's willing to stay there. He looks like he's in a nice role. He's kind of coaching on the sideline a little bit. I think he he's likes that more coaching than Robert Sala is it, isn't it? Yeah he is he is and I actually think he likes that. So maybe they kind of mix that a little bit. I think he's the perfect guy for for Zach Wilson. Like I'm sure that first week with his Achilles stuff and he's gone through surgery and everything else, he wasn't able to help him much. Maybe he's he's after helping him a lot more now. Um especially now he's able to move around and actually show him what to do like in practice during drills or whatever um yeah i don't think he's going to be traded i don't think he's going to play the rest of the season just because they lost today and they kind of got blown out and yeah maybe he doesn't feel like he's going to be protected much so that's kind of my two cents on that i would just say on that um you're right there had like zach wilson has not played lights out every game at all but he played well against the bills he played well against the chiefs he played he well against the texans Against the Broncos on against the and Broncos. I and I like him I like him but he had a, he had a chance that no one gets a chance of it's that dream like you know Friday Night Lights type of stuff remember season one Friday Night Lights that quarterback literally gets like paralyzed at the end of the first episode if you haven't seen this I'm sorry I'm ruining the first episode for you and he gets put in Matt Saracen. Matt Sarsen, and he gets put in at the end of the game and I think he doesn't he rush or he throws like hail mary or something absolutely insane so he takes his opportunity. Like Zach Wilson did last week, but then got a concussion. But I'm just saying, Zach, you should have done it earlier. You should have been unbelievable. There should have never been anyone available to step into your boots at all because you should have never had a bad game after that. You should have never made a bad decision. You should have just gone for it. All in, baby. Let's uh, let's finish this expedited podcast with a point each. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'm Michaela Connor. you can talk about any game we've talked about. You can talk about something else. I, I'm easy. I'm going to talk very quickly about the Browns against the Bears and I feel like I have some sort of way or ability to talk about this because I spent 2,400 British sterling pounds once to go see Joe Flacco in Denver many moons ago um, <laughs> which wasn't good spoiler alert that it actually was against the Bears and they got beat by a last second field goal Joe Flacco had three interceptions in the game but yet the Browns still win the game. 374 yards, two touchdowns, nine and five in the season. Unbelievable. Mari Cooper, David and Joku, no run game whatsoever. Um, sensational. And they're nine and five. And dare I say it, the Browns are going potentially on a playoff run. If they win one, one more game, they're going to the wild card. And Joe Flacco's been there. Joe Flacco's done it. Joe Flacco's got a ring, folks. Who knows? Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. He's done more than Deshaun Watson has in four weeks than, you know, than, than, than anybody expected him to. Michaela, um, I've been blabbering on. Is there, is there anything you'd like to talk about around the league? Well, I actually kind of noticed it's, I think, especially teams in the AFC, like I know the Ravens and stuff are the top seed at the moment, but teams have to stay motivated because even as an Eagles fan I was like oh we're definitely going to get the number one seed like we have the most games won and look what happened like we're we lost two games in a row and the Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers have the same record as us and I didn't see that coming I didn't 
see anyone being within. I only saw people being in one or two games of the Eagles, you know, like a game or two behind them. So, like, I can't believe that, you know, the Cowboys and 49ers are ahead of them in the season. Now, I think the Eagles are fifth in the season, which is just absolutely ridiculous. So, it just shows that, like, any given Sunday, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you think your team is, you know, they're the best team in the NFL and they go on a two-game losing streak or whatever and suddenly they're the fifth seed. So, you know, teams have to constantly, constantly stay motivated um, for the whole season. And, you know, I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens should take a look at what's going on with the Eagles situation and kind of realize that, you know, they have to keep their game up. There's no chances for slips up, slip ups, because if they slip up, you know, who's going to come in and catch them being probably the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and on that, I guess we are, recording this literally during the second window so yeah absolutely and yes mag is at the time recording the eagles are fifth if they win out they still win the east which is a really weird tie-breaking scenario connor i'm gonna guess what you're gonna talk about don't talk about the irish thing please don't mention it don't get don't get this thing de accredited from any event in the next two months please we will we're gonna talk about uh the scottish hammer so very close to ireland i uh, hold on vote for vote for don whelan yeah yes yes yeah. dan in the pro bowl please vote for him he held great today for anders carlson they just couldn't get it done against a feisty feisty buccaneers team mike evans looks like he's 22 years old again he's moving unbelievably well godwin's doing well be a little bit afraid of the uh, about playing the Bucks now because Packers actually looked all right, but thirty four twenty like put thirty four points up against them is very very impressive. I actually thought the Patriots were fighting for a lot of that game against the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are just uh, they're just too good, you know. They were they were really annoyed after last week's effort. They they showed up well. I actually thought the Patriots showed up a lot better than I thought they would. Um, they showed some smarts there, um, and I thought it was a massive win for the Texans. Massive considering who they have missing. Tank Dell has been uh, unbelievable and he's gone. So they're, they're out there and now Stroud's gone. They still came away with a win against a dogged Titans team. Um, so fair play to them. But then, yeah, Gillen, the Scottish hammer. Randy Bullock is is the kicker there for the Giants and um, he pulled his hammy a little bit on a kickoff. And so Gillen had to step up the lefty and they had the quarterback in holding and he absolutely nutted a 40-yard field goal right not down it. the pipe. He, heli- he helicopter. No, not Randy Bullock. Gillen. I know, but I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of onomatopoeia here in this podcast. It's kind of like our thing. A little bit of assonance, you know, a little bit of onomatopoeia, a little bit of English contemporary lit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Gillen absolutely nailed one. You don't know how hard that is to do in the middle of a game, but sometimes it's the ones where you don't even get a chance to practice it or work it. You just... You just don't think and go, you know, you'd be Morpheus, you know, like don't think, just jump over the building, Neil, you know, jump in between it, free your mind. And that's exactly what he did. It was amazing to see. And yes, get on that Pro Bowl, vote for Dan Whelan for Pro Bowl punter, send him to Hawaii. Who knows, might bring us with him. Um, I'm conscious we haven't talked about how good Baker Mayfield and frankly, how good Jordan Love was as well. Today we haven't talked about the, t- the Titans against the, against the, Texans and there's a few things we haven't talked about we will on Jeff's podcast which is out on audio format on Monday or sorry Tuesday morning if you're a complete freak in a good way and want to listen to more you can um, just go on NFL Ireland and you can watch it there beforehand um, I'm going to be like Santa Claus now and tell these people and tell everybody 
that we're not doing a Monday morning football next week unless people want to. I mean, I just don't think folks, and this is obviously a public conversation, I just don't think that people want to listen to a podcast on Christmas Day. I mean, I probably will because I'm a complete moron, but um, we'll, we'll see the crack. And this is this is the thing, Michaela, Connor, like the Thursday night games have been that poor in recent weeks that we, it's hard to talk. And we'll, look, we'll, we'll tempt fate. Rams, Saints, Steelers, Bengals is, I mean, if maybe if the Bengals win again, which they might after how the Steelers played on Saturday night. Maybe. But I think you need a break as well, you know? Anything can happen at the end of the season. The Vikings can beat the Raiders 3-0 in a soccer match, right? And then the Raiders can score 63 on the Chargers a week after that. Like, this season right. is anything can happen. Santa could come down and play with 11 of the 12 reindeer and go up against, you know, I don't know, Jack Frost. I, I would I believe that if I saw it on Christmas Day. Um, we'll probably be back week 17, but uh, we might have little different interviews like one-on-ones, so do listen out to that there. There will still be um, Jess podcast, uh, but I think everything else is taking a week in between Christmas Day and New Year's Eve, I think. I don't know yet. I'm the worst producer ever. Uh, very quickly, one, wor- one word answer, because I got to bounce Michaela. Is Bill Belichick the next head coach slash GM of the LA Chargers? No. He retires. Oh, Connor, go. No, he's not a West Coast guy. You're not a West Coast guy either. No. Yeah, I am. I'm joking. I know, I'm joking. I literally see this guy on TikTok every five minutes. Oh, that's so interesting. All of you retires. He's not going to retire. He's going he's gonna to get I just, I just don't think he's going to go to the West Coast. I think it's kind of a, a weather, kind of West Coasty type of thing. He's too. He's too rugged and too kind of, you know, that type of guy. He's got to stay in the East Coast somewhere. He's got to go somewhere. Like me. Or the, or the Midwest, maybe somewhere kind of down and dirty. We'll see. Okay, we're going we're, we're gonna to bounce. Uh, just a big thanks to everybody again for support, folks. Believe me, it does mean an awful lot. Thanks to both of you for coming on, Michaela, Connor, and I. But wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Happy holiday season. Have some fun. Will you be allowed to sit and watch the NFL on Christmas Day? Is that... Yeah. Yes, I'll be here. Me and my dog will be watching it. Don't worry. My my in laws are like, no, because last last year I sat them down and was like, "There's a great game coming on here. It's the Broncos against the Rams." And then it went downhill very quickly. So, <laughs> but I I will say this. I'm I'm gonna leave it at this because if we don't get chatting beforehand, that Ravens Niners game on Christmas night is absolutely monumental and it's like an all-nighter i can't wait so like provided last year i think it was the cardinals against the bucks it was awful i'm so excited for it but uh, folks for just for the both of you have a great holiday season and uh, we'll talk to you soon yeah merry christmas michael merry christmas michaela merry christmas not, not like halloween <laughs>